Welcome to today's Daily PBJ Devotional. If you're reading through the Old Testament according to the plan that I'm following, read Genesis 14, Nehemiah 3, and Psalm 13 today. This devotional is about Genesis 14. In those days, Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Elisar, Chidoleomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goim, went to war against Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, Shemaber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is, Zor. The latter five came as allies to the king of Siddim, that is, the Salt Sea. For twelve years they had been subject to Chedorlaomer, but in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Chedorlaomer and the kings allied with him went out and defeated the Rephites in Ashtaroth Karnaim, the Zuzites in Ham, the Emites in Shavakiriatham, and the Horites in the area of Mount Seir, as far as El Paran, which is near the desert. Then they turned back to invade En Mishpat, that is, Kadesh, and they conquered the whole territory of the Amalekites, as well as the Amorites who lived in Hazazan Tamar. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar, marched out and arrayed themselves for battle in the valley of Siddim against Chidolaomar, king of Elam, Tidal, king of Goim, Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Elisar, four kings against five. Now the valley of Siddim was full of tar pits, and as the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some men fell into the pits, but the survivors fled to the hill country. The four kings seized all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their food, and they went on their way. They also carried off Abram's nephew Lot and his possessions, since Lot was living in Sodom. Then an escapee came and reported this to Abram the Hebrew. Now Abram was living near the oaks of Mamre, the Amorite, the brother of Eshcol and Aner, all of whom were bound by treaty to Abram. And when Abram heard that his relative had been captured, he mobilized the 318 men born into his household, and they set out in pursuit as far as Dan. During the night, Abram divided his forces and routed Chedorlaomer's army, pursuing them as far as Hobah, north of Damascus. He retrieved all the goods, as well as his relative Lot and his possessions, together with the women and the rest of the people. After Abram returned from defeating Chidorlaomer and the kings allied with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the valley of Sheva, that is, the king's valley. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine, since he was priest of God Most High. And he blessed Abram and said, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave Melchizedek a tenth of everything. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people, but take the goods for yourself. But Abram replied to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, that I will not accept even a thread or a strap of a sandal or anything that belongs to you, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich. I will accept nothing but what my men have eaten, and the share for the men who went with me, Aner, Eshcol, and Mamre. They may take their portion. This is God's word. I mentioned yesterday that Abram and Lot seem to have a close relationship. 
although the wealth of each man and the conflicts that wealth created led them to live separately, according to Genesis 13, Abram still cared about Lot and his safety. It was Abram's commitment to Lot that caused Abram to chase down Kida Laomar and company when they won their war with Sodom and her allies. Verse 12 told us that Lot was already living in Sodom when this happened, and that Lot was carried off by Kedor Laomar after they won the battle. Verse 14 said that Abram decided to pursue the victors when he heard that his relative had been taken captive. Abram was not interested in showing his military might or in plundering the victors. He wanted to save his nephew, giving Lot back his freedom. In verse 21, the king of Sodom was in no position to negotiate, so he asked Abram to let him and his citizens have their freedom. In the rules of their culture, Abram could easily have enslaved all of the people and kept their valuables as well. To the victors go the spoil, as the saying goes. When the king of Sodom requested his freedom, he was actually asking for quite a bit. Abram, however, refused to keep anything of value for himself. He took an oath, according to verse 22, before entering the battle, that he would keep nothing for himself. Why? Verse 23 says, So that you will never be able to say, I made Abram rich. If Abram had plundered the people of Sodom and their allies, eventually those people would have resented Abram. After their gratitude for being alive and free subsided, they would have considered how much they lost in the battle and would have blamed Abram for their economic depression. By not taking advantage of them, even though they had every right to gain handsomely from the risks that he took, Abram demonstrated that he trusted God. He was willing to let his wealth grow organically as God prospered him, rather than artificially by plundering others. Abram considered it unrighteous to gain from the trauma and bad fortune of others. Have you ever been in a position to profit from someone else's pain? I can't think of a situation where I've been in that position, but if I ever am in that position, I hope Abram's example will guide my decisions. Abram took enough to cover his expenses, according to verse 24, and enough to thank God for his blessing, according to verses 18 through 20. But he would not impoverish his nephew and Lot's neighbors in order to enrich himself. You and I know that there are people in this world who will take advantage of you when you're desperate. A person like that shows that they value wealth over faith in God and service to others. If you love the Lord, it should translate into compassion for others and cause you to be merciful and help others when they have a need. And so if you're in a position to help somebody with a need today, I hope you'll think about that. And I hope this passage comes to mind if a situation opens itself up to you to show others some compassion and to help them in their need. If you found this devotional helpful, please sign up to receive it every day in your email by going to dailypbj.com slash subscribe and entering your email address. This is free and it will show up every day in your email, reminding you to be in the word every single day. I'm also looking for financial support on a monthly basis. Go to dailypbj.com slash support if you can help with that. Please share this with someone who might be in a position to learn from it in their own Christian life. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. I hope you have a great day.